0: This week on Homo Superior.
1: So, your first kiss, whom you almost killed, Mm -hmm. shows up at your door, tells you he loves you. What are you doing?
0: I'm always saying what Rogue said. Even a crazy swamp rat needs a gal they can touch. You know? (laughs) The fuck is she talking about?
1: Well, Brent is gay, and Kaylin's gay, and Clark is gay, and Ryan's gay, and Adam's gay. It's Homo Superior.
2: Welcome to Homo Superior, where we're giving Mother Righteous. Issue 282, I'm Kaylin. I'm Clark.
0: I'm Ryan.
1: And now I'm Brent Wingate. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know, I was thinking back on our intro song, uh-huh. and I realized I dropped so many different parts to that intro, because I used to sing, what? and they're all gay, it's homo superior. So oh, was that many the different.
2: proto version of that?
1: No, that, that was the original. I uh-uh. thought you were going to say you dropped so many octaves. Oh, yeah. No, it's it, all it, changed. Yeah, I actually picked up octaves as oh, we were okay. going on. It used to be
2: it's very minor key now I like it though it's like you streamlined it yeah it's
1: good it feels right because people need to hear what's happening this week we've reached the end of our watch of season 3 of X-Men the Animated Series tune in next week for the review of the kickoff of season 4 and any associated porn parodies Clark gives us the news the way we like it regularly and with occasional references to Josh Gad we're getting close to the fall of X so we talk about our sons before that scarlet lich is for queer scarlet witch is for queers and we are groot plus we've got plugs but first we've got housekeeping
3: so i was watching one of my instagram things i like to read is one that i don't remember what it's called homo macabre and they just show lots of like humorous porn stuff like actually not the porn but like the talking beforehand and they showed lots of different porn of like the straight version of Grease with real singing and all this stuff, and I was like, "This is moderately um, like acceptable." Like the song- <laughs> singing was, the, the singing was decent.
0: Acceptable it's is also a pretty that... good
1: porn version of Grease.
0: Well, yeah. that's also how they describe our. I podcast. mean, the, st- we're just, and the songs are <laughs> no. just
1: fucking filthy. It was yeah. great,
2: but it's like Grease, like Gun Oil. Yeah. Right?
3: Wait, did I send no. that to you? No, it's on it's on one of my regular. Oh Instagram yeah, the one yo,
2: we
1: love Astra that one. one. You mean the grease that you were starring in. Yes. We've seen the videos. <laughs> With all those women you you're do, fucking in it. You don't make a good or Rizzo. <laughs> He's <laughs> a
0: Sandy. What Wait, are you talking is that,
1: about? Is that that's where story Summer
0: <laughs> Cry Wait, is that the word it's not. <laughs>
2: We are a Grease podcast, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So, housekeeping. Uh, this week, Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3 is coming out. We're going to be watching it. We'll be reviewing it. Our review drops early next week. That's the week of May 8th. And then also, uh, next week, that's uh, Kalen. That's me. Uh, will be <laughs> we'll be guest starring on Grey Malkin Lane mm-hmm. podcast, uh, which is a great X-Men podcast focused on the Silver Age. The X-Men. I'm joined by uh, artist Ken Nomura. And a Day Spring from Power of the X-Men podcast slash uh, their YouTube show.
1: What is the Silver Era?
2: Silver Age it, Era? Yeah,
1: if you were, if, you know, s- it's just like for the listeners who don't know.
2: It's basically, it's the, it goes from like the late 50s to the late 60s, early 70s. So for Marvel's purposes, it's like the introduction of the Fantastic Four, introduction of the Avengers, Thor, Spider-Man, X-Men. Uh, so Hulk. it's that, the Hulk, Hulk. yeah, Daredevil. Gotcha. So it's like very like uh, Stan Lee, Jack Kirby, Steve Ditko, John Buscema, Roy Thomas, a lot of those creators.
1: That's only the Silver Age? Yeah. Wow.
2: Yeah. The Golden Age is like when Batman, Superman, Wonder Woman were all introduced. Captain America, Namor, all them.
1: Well, you can't characterize an epic unless you're out of it. Yeah. All right. Let's move on to MCU Next TV. It's our weekly segment focused on the latest and greatest of Disney Plus TV shows and MCU content. We are continuing our uh, whirlwind train ride through all of X-Men, the animated series. Choo-choo. What what mode of transportation are we in exactly? It's a a whirlwind train. Ah, It's a train that rides tornadoes. Hmm. Uh, We're at the end of season three with episode 19 titled Love in Vain. It's the finale, and boy, was this one an absolute banger. <laughs> uh, Wolverine is captured by alien beings uh, piloting space whales called the Colony. Uh, Rogue, Rogue's first victim from like 5, 10, 15 years ago, I yep. don't know, comes back to express his love to her, Maybe. is allowed to give directions in a jet, and the uh, whole X-Men team is easily defeated <laughs> before Wolverine medicines himself. And saves the day this is a wild episode I this mean,
0: was the finale we wanted you so- know <laughs> it was a giant koi fish whale uh took place it was the setting as we wanted yeah and then everyone was a cockroach it, it was, so it was a koi fish whale so that had fun. been
1: crashed i want to say into the atacama desert <laughs> <laughs> uh, so my so first wild. question is kind of a shotgun of questions uh-huh. why why did they call the brood the colony why did the show let them talk individually so much? Why do they all have different accents? Yeah. Why are they green? Yeah. Why do they have Doc Ock tentacles? What? What? What is going on? I
2: think it is a trademark issue that they're worried about, yeah. or a copyright issue. Yeah. they didn't want them looking so close to the Ridley Scott, you know, um, James Cameron Alien aliens. Yeah. Um. So there's definitely that. I think they probably... The writers probably... Or maybe they got a note from the studio saying... Nobody knows what the brood means. So call it the colony. I'm like, okay, whatever. And then they wanted to maybe... Make them seem more interesting by individualizing them with different voices and accents.
0: Do you think Hollywood got to the Hollywood? They (laughs) went. They went very Hollywood. Sexy. Do a sexy color. It's a
1: series of incredible choices because Uh. Wolverine still calls them cockroaches, and everyone treats them like they are looking at the brood Uh when we clearly see lizards with robot arms.
0: Cockroaches from Mars, I believe he said. So, yeah, the it's alien, outrageous.
3: The alien movies are owned by 20th Century Fox, or worse, so they were under the same umbrella as this would have been. That's Since wild. this was done by Fox, I don't know mm-hmm. if they just didn't want those to connect because they're both owned by the same company,
1: or
2: what. They were but, where
1: so many fans might jump from one to the other.
2: <laughs> so this is mid-90s when this episode came out. It's like 1995. Yeah. This is right when Marvel had declared bankruptcy and started selling off their rights to other So I don't know, like, I know this was, like, Fox Kids TV, but I don't remember if, like, Fox had gotten the rights for the X-Men at this point or not.
0: They might have. It might have been, like, right on the the edge. Well, can't you tell from that weird Saban... Laughing kids circle thing at the end. <laughs> I can't tell a goddamn thing from laughing, what child? You know the child? laughing child. I hate that.
2: Yeah.
1: <laughs> we're not reviewing the production company's final logo. Yeah, Ubu, That's sit. an
0: extra issue we're gonna release. Okay, um
1: Okay, so your first kiss, whom you almost killed, mm-hmm. shows up at your door, yeah. tells you he loves you. What are you doing?
0: I'm always saying what Rogue said. Even a crazy swamp rat needs a gal they can touch. You know, <laughs> the fuck is she talking about? Also, I can actually hear you saying that, Ryan. Thank you. Yeah. Um, she and just as stilted. <laughs> she she was confused because, you know, things happen. Um, she and then she said, "Did I sleep all night in a park?" She was, like, convinced, like, not, like no, this no was No one
1: said to her, you slept all night in the park. She just assumed.
0: Oh, yeah, I'm in a park. And almost mad, like, she was like, why did not you Why did you let me sleep all night in this hey, park?
1: Just, just come run away with me. Come run away. Spe- and she's like, you know what? I'm an X-Men. We always run away. Oh, yeah. Now, <laughs> it's fine. I don't need to be in someone else's well. story.
2: Speaking of first kisses, was y'all's first kiss a girl or a boy? Girl. Girl.
1: Well, technically it was a cockroach. Say, say but the, say the, say the
0: cockroach. first name of the person.
1: I don't remember.
0: Oh come on! Oh, I don't remember. Okay, uh, mine was Haley.
1: Mine was also Haley. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh my god! You fucking two <laughs> What about you?
2: What about you, Clark? I don't know. How, do you
3: mean like when you're like three years old and you kiss Not somebody, really, like or when romantic, you're like functional age no, like now,
2: like romantic kissing, girlfriend, like. boyfriend?
3: Uh, well, I had some situationness with a best friend at the same time I was dating a girl, and things happened in both things i don't yeah. know
2: no. you don't remember exactly which. No, one i don't know first. which one was which and
1: okay when, when uh do you know who you're gonna kiss first or
2: um, <laughs> this was this was i'm uh, gonna let you kiss my ass <laughs> elementary school yeah uh was mine yours, was Kaylin? a girl mine was a girl uh but Straight. like hey I, I know but i yeah. the one i remember is my first boy kiss really well um
0: i don't Yeah. what was their name
2: stacy it was a girl's name <laughs> 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 i'm not lying his first name <laughs> is stacy that's, yeah. that's great yeah, yeah
1: uh okay so i'm, I'm i just want to stick with cody because yeah. everyone acting dramatic around every choice he's making was great yeah how did cody get involved in this situation i
0: don't know clark you're the I, cody expert I, that's, <laughs> well
1: this doesn't happen in the comics
0: no nope. Co- I, I do not when
3: cody came on screen i gasped how hot this cartoon it's, character was! That no, guy was know. like
0: stack perfect Hunk jaw. Attack. Oh my god! Punk attack! It was like rogue. Yeah. Jo- you might so die in a minute, Thirty but years bucket. later, was it because in like the first season, rogue hits like my first love Cody? <laughs> was it because she hit <laughs> just the Cody the train like so in
3: the swamp? Yeah, and then he gets all like. Withered up and then has to go to a coma for like years. Like, this, how did this guy grow was like this like when he was a
0: coma at a CrossFit gym? Like, what the <laughs> fuck was it? He <laughs> was, was, th- was just shredding. He was just shredding.
1: Yeah. You can't sleep even when you're in a vegetative state. <laughs> you gotta go get those gains. The
2: fuck? <laughs> I also loved how jealous Gambit got. Like,
0: who dat? <laughs> who dat? <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah.
1: This yeah. was the meanest that Rogue has been explicitly to him. Like, he's like, well, you maybe you shouldn't like just run out of town with a complete stranger to you. Now, I mean, you did kiss him once, and she's like, "You're a fucking whore, and you'll just sleep with anyone. What do you care?" There was a little. I, like, I oh. mean, she's right.
2: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <All> right. <laughs> she is kind she, of she made some good points. Yeah, yeah. It's uh, weird. It's just weird. It's a end. weird way of ending the M- season. Correct,
0: right. especially because it should be like a big storyline, and maybe we're just thinking of it wrong. My, and maybe it's our fault. My main issue <laughs> with Svan was right. That's what Cody wants to think. <laughs> is that it has the
3: same issue that I had with the first Frozen movie? You know, where he like, yes, sees a Anna walk up. away, and then the horse is next to him, and he makes like these lovey-dovey eyes at her, even though the only person who sees it is the horse in the audience. <laughs> it's one of those things where it's like it, it just like you know it doesn't make any goddamn sense to the story, and when the return happens, it's not believable because right. of this magic moment. That happened to us watching it. The same thing happens when Cody sees the monsters. He does like this weird gasp thing as Rogue's unconscious. He's like, No, you've already talked to them about this. You know what's going on. You know where the monsters are. You've talked to them. You just fucking saw them a minute ago. Why are you gasping right now? Right. Literally, we're fucking dealing with it. I,
1: I thought he was, he f- for some reason thought these giant mechanical reptiles with bug eyes weren't going to harm anyone. And mm-hmm. so he was shocked by the harm that
2: was being caused. Hey, never judge a book by its cover.
1: But I don't. I, I believe I listed a lot of things in that sentence that should have made Cody think more than once. <laughs> yeah. wow, well, Yeah. He was pretty much already under the thrall so situation. You can that get roped not back. Be that and no one's gonna get hurt. Said the undisguised reptile. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. It was so stupid. It made me so mad.
0: Yeah. It's uh, Clark. You you brought up a good point that you brought did. Up I lot. what. Um, you bring <laughs> up the horses and comic-related things quite a bit. I mean, it's necessary. <laughs> <laughs> and there's a lot of horses hey. in the animated series, in the comics. Like, it's so Butter-rum. Yeah. yeah, butter-rum. If we had a motto for the
1: podcast, justice for butter-rum.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, agreed. Uh, so
1: where would you put this as far as quality of an adaptation goes? The, uh,
0: one of the greatest finales I've ever seen <laughs> in my life. <laughs> it's up there with the Sopranos. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, Sorry,
2: Cart?
3: what was the worst episode we've seen so far? I know we talked about it. It's the, it was the second worst rated by. Uh, uh, oh, it's bes- the Mojo uh, s- behind. Oh, the Mojo
1: verse episode, pretty bad. the first one.
0: I actually don't like the Savage Land I, ones. I would w-
3: rather watch all of those than this one again. I did not like this at all. It's this just, was boring.
0: It's it really was pretty boring. boring. Uh, God, there's some. I can't wait. You so thought this ones. episode was boring. Yes, it I actually, this is the first one I actually stuff. enjoyed. You didn't yeah. like any of them. You I thought like this, the was, dark this was this uh, was there was a couple Phoenix. in the Dark
1: Phoenix ones that I thought were better than the uh, the original Phoenix. But this one I actually felt like I liked as an adaptation because I thought it understood the medium a little bit better. I thought mm-hmm. that it it was stupid and campy, and it wasn't as long as the original was.
0: <laughs> but they didn't know they were being campy at the time. So this is. This I think a, they were in on the this joke
2: after a, a oopsie, while. they were like wink, poopsie. wink,
0: nudge, nudge. You think
2: a little bit because, like, just how ridiculous Wolverine is starting to get. It's I, very careful. I guess
0: they're they were in cocoons and they were literally just hitting them with other people. There was and a scene. Was there was yeah. a scene
1: where Storm immediately after waking up out of a cocoon, instead of screaming, "Oh, did I fall asleep in a cocoon?" She says, "Charles, couldn't you fucking do something?" And yeah. he's like. I am Storm. I'm trying my hardest.
0: God. Why is he? Why is he Catherine Hepburn? That's <laughs> exactly <laughs> yeah. what. I, that's exactly well. You tell me she didn't voice because
1: Charles voice was voiced by Catherine Hepburn. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and if you ask uh, fucking Steve Orlando, he'll tell you.
2: Yeah.
3: How, well, how did the um, the whale become friends with? Wolverine, because there's I don't remember because, because Charles
1: Charles is like they've got some mind thing okay. happening to them. I, I got con- because <laughs>
3: they had a beard to go. Well, there was <laughs>
1: one point. Well, Wolverine gets in there. He just starts rubbing their
3: walls like inside, and I was yeah. like, is this some prostate milking thing that's going on? <laughs> and That's why the whale is so into being friends with them. I <laughs> think the, the Conti.
0: <laughs> The Aconte. He's, they've, he's, they've showed up before. Yeah.
3: I know, but did they call that within I the just feel episode? Like they did, yeah. Oh, well, then there you go. Whale, <laughs> whale, whale,
1: whale, prostate, Aconte. He's got, like, an animal handling thing. Like... Oh, it's a, be- yeah. it's a large beast. I know what that's like. Yeah. It's We've- very Hagrid it from Harry Potter. Yeah. We've both been experimented on and filled with adamantium, I assume. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I'm a simple human being, and you're a giant he, space whale.
2: This he's whale also, goes where it also, wants to go.
1: I'm trying to control it. You're pretty good
2: at it. <laughs> you're
0: you're really terrible terrible at good it. at it. I hate um, it. He pops his claws at one point and se- says, secure <laughs> this. They're like out of good puns now. Yeah. I love it. They're like, oh. <laughs> I oh, don't know.
2: Yeah, it's, it's, it's. I think it's a writer strike that happened in the mid '90s, which we'll talk a <laughs> yeah. little bit about later yeah. on. Uh,
1: the last thing I want to say about this is, I Cody Cody is making this transformation into being part of the Brood Colony, uh-huh. and at the end, I fundamentally believe he just did not. He didn't convert to the Brood. Like physically, he converted spiritually. He yeah. believes
2: in. So the So he's brood. a Mormon now. Yeah, he's okay. basically a yeah. Mormon. Gotcha. He's blonde. There you go. And built and gay. Like a st- oh. And he can sing really
1: <laughs> and well. And obsessed with Rogue, so he's gay.
2: Yeah. Uh-oh.
0: <laughs> extra, extra. Uh, Cody comes out as gay. <laughs> Do you want this newspaper? I'm so sorry. It's a news that, segment. It's a news segment. <laughs> <laughs> that came in
1: <laughs> abruptly. <laughs> it came in like the extra bat in Bruce Wayne's
0: cat. manner. <laughs> the, that was <laughs> as good as voice you know what, acting. Yeah, as you he you normally was. wait
1: until a person finishes the now, sentence.
0: <laughs> that... I said, a little newsboy in the street doesn't just wait. They they interrupt a conversation.
1: That's true. Now, Clark, do you know the Clark, news segment has started?
3: Yeah, I guess it does. Based on I'm all that so bullshit. sorry for
0: that. I'd like to formally apologize. You
3: better, because this is the news, and this is Clark, and that's it. Um, <laughs> you guys wanted this to be short. It ain't going to be short, folks. Margaret Robbie and Paul Miskell are supposedly going to be the sue storm and johnny storm of the marvel universe for the fantastic four although this seems like a big bunch of bullshit because Muskull has just been announced to be in the new shakespeare movie hamnet that's chloe zhao's new movie and he's also going to be the lead in gladiator and all this is going to magically be filmed at the same time so the fact that one of the parts of this scoop is already fake um does that work for the other part of the movie hmm.
2: wait gladiator as in the russell crowe movie yes. They're making a sequel? Yes,
1: they're making a
3: sequel Yay. and he's the main he's the main gladiator, I guess. I don't know, the son of him. What? I don't know.
1: Anyways, um Do you know who Paul Mescal is just because he's Irish? Because I've never heard of this person before in
3: my yeah. life. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and then well, because he's in UK television. He just he got an Oscar nomination this year for what is it, after Sunset? I made that up. What the hell is it called?
2: Sounds right. Sure. Okay. After Sunset. Anyways, it's not movie.
3: that. I know that's not that. That's um, movie with ethan hawk yeah. and stuff i oh,
1: would like God. margot robbie as sue storm yeah i was gonna
3: yeah. ask that um she's great i was gonna say uh, how do you like the casting choices or not casting mm. choices
2: uh i don't really know paul mescal so i can't comment but margot robbie is a very inspired casting choice i fucking love her she's so good
0: do you, ryan i enjoy the idea that <clears throat> dc has stolen from marvel i guess a little bit and now that uh Marvel has taken everyone. They're just like, I guess I'll just do DC's people as well. Yeah, sure. she's. I mean, it makes sense. She's a phenomenal actress. Well,
1: there are only so many actors and actresses. Correct. There's only like ten that they all have to use, and there's
0: <laughs> sixty British ones, and then ten American actors. Yes. Yeah.
1: Well, here's the problem: DC
3: is still using her. She uh, is, for Harley she's Quinn. still going to be part of that universe. Yeah. James Gunn, all of James Gunn stuff is going to be there, so she's going to be playing Harley Quinn at the same time she's playing Sue Storm, which doesn't make a goddamn piece of sense. People will get confused as to what the fuck's going on as, as quasi-watchers But her
0: hair will be different. If
2: Oscar Isaac can be in 17 different franchises, the audiences can figure it but out. But he's not in I DC was Comics at the
3: same time he's in
0: Marvel Comics. at not Literally at the same time. Not yet. When, when I was watching Last of Us, though, I was like, this man is it, Isn't that girl called Grogu? <laughs> I was confused. <laughs> you know what I mean? Oh, so-
2: yeah. That is her nickname. <laughs> okay, <laughs> you don't
3: like it just like, alright really <laughs> so. meanwhile is this, are we done with that yeah. Josh Gad is rumored to be appearing oh this is what you wanted to say earlier and Josh Gad's stupid is uh, going to be appearing in Disney's Wonder Man as some jackass who can sing it's also pseudo gay character designed to placate progressives and infuriate conservatives do we care does anyone in the world like him and does he matter
1: who's he going to play I, just a piece of shit um, I don't know I do like that this completes our frozen loop Yes. Uh, by, oh yeah. Yeah. Uh, no, I don't think Josh Gad is funny. Mm-mm. I don't want him mentioned during sex. <laughs> <laughs> I was more going for a joke, which is something he's never done. Ah! Uh, I he's, don't. He's I don't think he has business unlikable. being a movie. Look, I. I just don't. <sighs> He's a human being. I
3: just don't get what he is or where he comes from. I don't or think anything. he's particularly funny. At I get all.
1: big James Corden vibes. From I him. was <gasps> oh like, my god, you oh, like, fucking piece
3: of shit! Which you're right. also, since we're in the news segment, he seems like a worse version of he, James Corden somehow because abso- he's not that's even exactly mildly right interesting, though.
0: And also, James Corden's show is not being picked up anymore. Well, it's not being picked because up anymore. It, because because the, they are losing money every fucking. Because yeah. yeah. he's it great. Sucks. It's like ten million dollars per. Because the gas prices, I assume, even he's in that. That's how the economy. Work, Sexy carpool, whatever the fuck he calls it? I hate Sexy that. They actually, thing. they actually make I the celebrities.
1: They make the celebrities pay for the car. The
0: <laughs> I watched one episode. Of the one Robby's with the Muppets pissed. in it? Oh, that's
3: fun. And it was good. He wasn't in it, so that's what matters. You, that's what makes it good. Do you
0: think they're going to be confused because Margot Robbie did uh, carpool was, as well? Kaylen? She was Janice <laughs> in the Muppets like, in that. Well, <laughs> no, Oscar Isaac did that <laughs> one.
1: So, is Wonder Man supposed to be? Uh, is it going to be like? It's going to be a comedy a, a musical.
2: I think it's going to be a comedy. I think it's it uh, it's all Hollywood themed, so yeah. musicals are part of it. Wonder Man, uh, like Simon Williams, was a stunt man at one point in the comics. That was his alter yeah. ego, and so and that's then what a they will star.
3: play an action star and then an action it's star. Gotcha. So they will.
2: Uh, I bet it's going to be super meta. It's going to be him playing a superhero in the MCU, playing an MCU type character, and then um, yeah. he'll be his own hero. It'll be very Booster Goldish. Can
1: we yeah. get Bill Hader to do it?
0: Oh, that'd be fun.
2: It won't be Bill Hader, but I love Bill Hader.
1: Yeah. What
0: do you mean?
2: Oh, he's just saying that's not possible for
0: which character
3: for
2: so Wonder Woman? No, that's already been cast. Yeah. Who's playing him? I don't remember, but it's not Bill Hader. Um,
3: no. um, w-
1: Is it the Irish
2: guy? No, no, it's, so it's he's African American.
3: It's Watchman We call it from Watchmen. I don't remember his name.
2: Oh yes, yeah, uh, 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 Doctor Manhattan from Watchmen. Yeah. Oh yes, yes, that's right. Candyman.
1: Yeah, that guy's great.
3: All right. Anyways, now we got another dumb thing that's going on daredevil supposedly based on rumors is going to be take is going to be taking all of the canon from the netflix series and that's only because two people saw that one episode notes something that happened in the first season of netflix and therefore it must all be part of it even though fucking disney said it's not part of it so why the fuck is this a news article that everyone goddamn posting anyways what do you think do you want netflix to take all this shit and go with it
0: it's because i mean disney to take all netflix shit it's because people love that Netflix show Today. so much.
2: Well, uh, as I can remind you, Adam and I went to New York Comic Con last year. We did a happy hour, and we crashed another happy hour. It was like the Save Daredevil. Yeah, Ooh. these people are—they're very nice, but they're definitely—they're like a little bit, you know, fanish because uh, they really wanted to save Daredevil for from you know the oblivion from that, being like, good. Well, I like the Netflix. But the series. third the third season, it. third season is fantastic. Yeah. first season one's pretty good. Season two is a mess. Season three is amazing.
1: I don't mind keeping Daredevil canon. I have no reason to want. Hey, hey <laughs> want your cray cray? Well, okay, okay. You know what? Uh, what's it called? Something that breaks the rule. Uh, proves the rule. What's the fucking expression? Shut up, Ryan.
2: Uh, it's the exception that proves the rule.
1: Hey, hey, I want your cray cray. Uh, but Luke Cage, who cares? Yeah. Uh, Danny, Danny Rand, aka the Iron Immortal Fist, Iron, Fist. Iron Fist. Of course, yeah. Who needs that? Those can but, be re- But I well, do I feel like Fisting enthusiasts I don't it. blame people for buying into this because of how much Disney has said. Oh yeah, none of that is none of that stuff is canon. Yeah. We're just taking every single actor and all the costumes and every single uh character that we possibly can uh, from the prior what, episodes. I, sure, yeah.
2: What I, I don't see. get is why don't they just say Yeah, sure, it happened, but we're not going to contradict it. It doesn't mean you have to watch the first three seasons. (laughs) I think it's just like all that stuff. Sure, it happened, but we're moving on in a different direction. Part of the problem is
3: how much it ties into other stories that then they're going to probably either get new characters out of it, maybe new different versions. Oh, like the Defender shit and all that. Yeah, it's tied into all that way too much.
0: How Professor X is in, you know kind of the lore now
2: oh because of uh uh <clears throat> yeah multiverse of madness
0: yeah exactly but it is how much attention do we actually have to pay to it yeah I that's think true two things can ha- it could be a slightly divergent sort of timeline too that has most of the same stuff going on like but maybe, don't maybe like this that.
1: is a universe where vanessa stayed with kingpin
2: oh
3: vanessa oh I love well, it's gonna, Vanessa's going to be played by different actresses. If I Remember, we talked oh, about that a yeah. couple weeks ago. So, yeah.
2: Actually, that's too bad because like the actress playing uh, Vanessa was fantastic. Yeah. They took her Vanessa?
0: I just can't deal with the rest of the supporting cast from Daredevil. No. No, they're terrible. A, they're not even bad actors. It's just like they're bad actors. so overdrawn and so dramatic. But me, Punisher is going to be in it, right? The actor, <laughs> yeah, right? I believe that's what they said. Yeah, they yeah. said Punisher will be in it. And here. if there's
1: one thing Ryan Kroll hates, it's drama. drama. <laughs> All right.
3: So... Uh, <laughs> uh, Yahya Abdul Mateen. The second is the one who's from Watchmen, who's playing Wonder Man. Wonder Man thank you. Yes, cool. All right, so we said this is going to be short. It's not going to be short because meanwhile, none of this that we just read fucking matters because the writers' strike happened with the Writers Guild of America has um, struck, as I just said yesterday, and. All this shit doesn't matter. 2007-8 was the last huge one, and everything yeah. was fucking canceled. Yep. Anything can be canceled anytime. It's, we're just going to get reality shows. This time, Netflix is going to bring a shit ton of foreign shows. We can at least watch something interesting in time. time. Yeah. So, yeah. who the fuck knows? i got to go into this slightly. So, WGA, as I said, once, big changes to the structure and payment of writers in Hollywood. With the advent of streaming, everything has changed. You know how we like shows that are between 6 and 10 episodes? Yeah. Well, back then, it was 22 and 26, they actually got paid. Now they got fucking 6 episodes. They're going to get paid one-fourth of right writers room have shrunk like crazy and their pay is somehow lower than it was before um they've never been paid as little based on the cost of living as i just said uh writers Guild once at least four writers in every single american-made television show which doesn't make sense because white lotus has one who mike white who is the creator of the show so basically they just have to like add three more and just pay them for not doing anything so we're going to figure out how the fuck that happens because it's going to be a fight between the two of them. The last one. Surely,
1: surely, they'll they could makes, carve out a clause. It's like, if you're also the creator yeah, of the exactly. show, like.
3: Well, we don't know. This is what they won in the, like, official rules. Um, so the 2007 eight strike was 100 days. And then the 88 one, 1988 one, was 153 days. So this could be a long shit show. So what the hell am I bringing this up for? Marvel, like everything else, is going to have to be pushing things back, back, back. Yeah, and I'm gonna go through them. Please. So, Secret Invasion and Loki season two already reported, ready to go. We're good for those. They're happening this year. Great. Um, just in case there might be some reshoots, which means reshoots need a writer in order to right. write the reshooting. Nope. Unless you You're right, actor, Unless yeah. you
1: want the actors to rewrite the script.
3: So when um <laughs> during the 2007 <laughs> eight those thing are scabs. Yes. um just, just lost the name of fucking James Daniel Bond. Craig? What the hell, Daniel Craig himself wrote Quantum of Solace. The reshoots of Quantum and Solace, and that's why it's so fucking bad.
2: Really? Yes. Yeah. Oh, he I goes, had no idea. Oh,
1: man. I am a writer. I am not. <laughs> yeah.
3: Oh, yeah. So reshoots are basically where entire scenes are refilmed after principal photography ends. Uh, so, and Marvel loves a reshoot, you know. After yeah. production, they're just like, oh, we need to change everything. Ant-Man w- was so bad that Mar- the Marvels had to change a bunch of stuff to make it not as shitty as Ant-Man was. Right. So that's why they do reshoots. Anyways, Echo and Iron Echo and Ironheart, basically production post production done, but you know who the fuck knows pro- they could do the same goddamn shooting issues. The WGA w- Writers Guild does not do animated shows, so all our animated shows are fine. That's the animated guild. So X Men '97, What If Season Two, and Spider Man Freshman Year are all fine. Yep. Uh let's see. All right, Blade and Thunderbolts. We literally got news earlier that they got a new head writers, uh, new writers for the shows, <laughs> the movies. So they're not gonna <coughs> fucking not happen cool. for a while. Captain America starts filming soon, but obviously rewrites will be happening right. while the show's movie's starting, and that's not going for, for a while, dead, 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 dead Deadpool the same way, Fantastic Four script even finished yet, so that shit's being pushed back, which is why I said this shit ain't going to matter, Wonder Man hasn't started filming yet, they're going to do the same thing, that's getting pushed back, uh, what's the third one we talked about? Oh, Daredevil, they haven't fucking finished, De- December is when they're supposed to be finished filming, and this shit's months and months away, they obviously haven't finished every goddamn episode. Yeah.
2: This feels like the Sins of Sinister of this like podcast. Oh, yeah. It's yeah. like a thousand years, and then we go back, and it didn't happen. Yeah.
3: All right. There's only four more. Uh, Covenant of Chaos is nearly complete, but who knows? WandaVision had so many reshoots that this could easily be the same way since it's a sequel
0: to Hopefully, they got good musical yeah, writers before they uh, it all changed. Armor
3: Wars. <laughs> It's going to be shitty, but anyways, script, no idea what the fuck's going on with that script, and then the only ones they have script-ready, or even script minorly, is Avengers, Kang Dynasty, Spider-Man 4, and Vision, which are all incomplete. So, so all of us going to get pushed back. Every sa- fucking thing's going to get pushed back. It's going to be a goddamn mess. Yeah. Uh, so what do you think of this chaos? What do you think of us like losing? Uh, I mean, I'm reason?
2: always I'm always pro-union when I can be. Oh, 100%. Oh, uh,
3: I didn't read the line. I forgot to read the line that said um something. Oh, so give them pay raises uh increases producers and stop lining the fucking pockets of your shitty executives. Yep. That was the line I should have said. So it maybe doesn't seem like I hated the writers.
2: I mean, creatives like in almost any other industry, unless they get to a certain level are just paid, not paid enough for their creative output. You know, they are, they are used, they're abused. Uh, you know, Mm -hmm. they're like stuff is just built out of them. So I'm in favor of the WGA. Hope they come to an agreement soon as a consumer. I want stuff faster, but I'm also not going to say, hey writers, you know, settle for less just because I need to watch, you know, fucking armor wars, mm-hmm. right? Like yeah. that's that's my perspective on all this. I stuff. mean,
0: our comments were like everything needs to slow down a little bit with Marvel. Yeah, I was gonna this say this isn't man. necessarily the way that we wanted it. Right. But hopefully some good stuff can come out of it. But it's it's still mad. Listen, we also, sad, <clears> as <throat> consumers, right.
2: we, also, we also survived 2007, 2008. And, you know. And I'll, I'm going ask a question.
3: Which shows that you had didn't survive that you wish survived? I'll go back to Brent in a second. Yep. Uh,
2: uh, Pushing Daisies, maybe? Yeah, that's, that is
3: that 100% my, percent my number uh, one.
2: But I was also fine with it ending when it ended. Because I think, after a while, it just I don't think they could have done well, more with because it. Because the script... Got yeah. weird. Like yeah.
3: the last couple episodes were done after the after the writers guild, so they then had to just start new scripts. Oh, uh, yeah. well, maybe that's why. like really, the last episode was fucking. It literally wanted to do a third season, which would have been the entire last episode. Yeah. Did you have no, another one? Question days was my one as well. Gotcha. Did you have one? No, that either. was our main one. All right, Brent, it was what,
0: just a lot of shows that never took off. Never, because exactly. Of yeah. well that's that, why it was supposedly.
3: Sad. Heroes season two happened during it. You know yeah, how you that was talk. so bad. Heroes season so bad. one was good. Yeah, but Heroes season two was shit because they had to stop writing it, and then like Scabs wrote part of it, and then it just turned into a complete goddamn yeah. mess. And it was and they weren't reading
2: the comics that like Heroes season one was reading, and they, they copied really well, like a lot of X Men books. Okay, yeah,
4: there, there
1: you go. Uh, we did get. One benefit from the writer's strike, which was on Conan. Oh, yeah. Uh, they, they obviously allowed all the writers to go on strike. They encouraged it, but they still continued filming, and they were trying to film, like, uh, person-on-the-street type things, but uh, they ended up finding one of their producers, Jordan Schlansky, mm-hmm. who is this absolutely ridiculous person. <laughs> Jordan's the best. <laughs> he, is, he is so incredible. If you go on YouTube and Google Conan... The next word that's going to come up is Jordan. He is just an amazing, stunning person who is absolutely
2: the... just You would never want to hang out He's with him. He's so fucking stuck ever. up with his goddamn but that's, that's the only Capucino. good thing that came out. Yeah. When did the writer's strike of that uh, end? In the 2008,
3: like February.
2: February, cause I yeah. Because I remember... So 2008 was a big year for superhero movies because that was Dark Knight and also Iron Man, which kicked off the MCU. So I'm wondering yeah. like, if the scripts were written... Before the strike probably some yeah, of these happened. some
3: of these some of the supposedly the the production companies and stuff basically just made the writers just like write crazy for like the last month and a half just yeah. to get these <laughs> scripts done.
1: So there's a number of writers who uh, signed on to contracts so they could get basically paid before they the strike actually started. Yeah, which is just like a way of getting money in people's po- pockets, knowing that it's probably going to get canceled. Right, 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 right.
3: So, um. So yeah, I was mentioned in 1998 for a second. That was partway through the writer's strike is when they wrote the first Batman movie.
2: 1988.
3: 88, yes. yes. Yeah, so yeah. it was... Uh, Tim. I remember Hamill, I think, is the name. Uh, of it, it was Dave Sam Harris. Ham. Sam Ham wrote it. Ham. yes. And then it was substantially changed because he couldn't write it anymore or edit it. So Tim Burton edited the hell out of it. And so it's basically just mm-hmm. two different mm-hmm. movies that... That's two,
2: fascinating. So the funny thing about that is so after that movie came out, uh, DC Comics hired Sam Ham to like write... Um, like a three issue series on detective comics and it was like uh like detective comics number like five hundred or something, like a really big anniversary issue. And I remember picking it up and I was like, Oh, I'm so excited. It's the writer of Batman the movie and I was like, This reads nothing. Like the <laughs> well, movie that's why. So that explains <laughs> it. So <laughs> it thirty to some understand. odd years later, the mystery yeah. has been uncovered. Thank well, you, yeah, Clark.
3: I, I know it's I read that um the Tim Burton really wanted the Joker to be the killer of his parents, and Ham did not. Yeah. He was vehemently against it. So when he was taken off, of course, Tim Burton could do whatever the fuck he wanted to do with it.
2: So Sam Ham also wrote a script for Watchmen in the 90s. Oh, God. What and was it? it was supposed to be absolutely awful. And so this one comic store in Houston I used to go to, uh, they had like the script that you could buy. Like oh It was God. totally unauthorized. Like oh no. no one's supposed to have it. But they had it behind the counter, and you could like pay ten dollars or twenty, whatever it was, to buy it. I almost, and I loved Watchmen, right? Like yeah. I still do. I almost went and bought the script just because oh, I was like, I want to see a movie. Clark,
0: can you go on the dark web and get that? I, that I, would I, be no, nice. I don't want to. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to be followed by who There's, knows when <laughs> they're
1: not. There are some parts of the
0: dark web that are too dark, right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs>
3: yeah, yeah. Ryan, are you looking forward <laughs> to 3,000 episodes of reality television the next year? Well,
0: here's the thing. Um, with that in mind, a lot of the reality TV that we know and love, and by that I mean me, uh, like Beverly Hills, like that's still scripted too. Like, Sorry, spoilers, but like that, that shit is still pre written in a lot of ways. Are they,
1: are they, is that part There's of the or the fully, writer's guild because they literally I have think they're produced and written in a sense that they're like prepared but they're not written
0: they're not, but they need well I guess yeah they I guess they would be producers because they technically have to have the producer create the storyline so it's not actually it's, writing it's basically writing, a yeah. way of getting around oh, yeah, re- it's a way of getting I around
3: it re- they are not and they want to be they wanted like connect, connect connect up with the uh, writers guild but no, they but are nearly not allowed I don't
0: think it, reality TV does well in an open form mm-hmm. like this where like yeah they we want everything because that's when it gets. Well,
3: they don't too need to crazy. do that because
0: the writers can; these writers but can do
3: whatever they want in the moment. I remember
2: 07 and 08 and even 09 was like like all the Real Housewives stuff started coming out like right around then. Like I remember New York it was always. Thank you. Yeah. Okay, maybe it was before because like I mean, uh Real Housewives of Orange County was like what?
0: Yeah, which was based off of Desperate
3: Housewives.
2: Yeah, basically. Yeah, yeah. I I mean, so, oh, one, but only
3: one started. If if by that seven eight they had like fifteen. Not yeah, really, so but, like New know, York came like, out in 07.
2: And then, like, Jersey Shore came out that era as well. That was, like, definitely mm. late 2000s.
0: It'll, so you're saying it's going to
2: be great. It's going to be fantastic. What I'm hearing
0: is it's going to be great. I yeah. don't want to be
1: <laughs> cheesy pundit and say, oh, it'll be interesting to see how this plays out, but I'm going to be very inter- interested to see one of the stipulations that the writer writers are trying to get is that artificial intelligence mm-hmm. is not allowed to be used to write scripts. Yeah. And the studios, you know, returned with, well, we'll have talks about it, not making yeah. thing concrete, and we'll have a, conversations and meetings about the advancements in technology going forward. And right now, you know, our, the, the algorithms that we have available can help writing a little bit, but they're not incredible. You still need someone there tuning it up and polishing it. But there's a lot of TV shows where they're not that far away. right? And so... Understanding or seeing how the lines get drawn uh, on this technologically is going to be fascinating because it's going to shape, I think, a lot of production for more than a decade.
2: You can't convince me that CBS's output isn't <laughs> I was AI say driven. Grey's Anatomy. Yeah, all that shit.
0: Yes, is Chat got- GBT is killing it. So this there. yeah. uh, nonsense. When
1: <laughs> in Park Rangers, when you're like, why can't you make a bear proof? garbage can yeah park rangers will tell you the overlap between the smartest bear and the dumbest person <laughs> is considerable yeah. so like i think the same as i think you're right that the overlap in ai technology and the average cbs comedy writer yeah is mm-hmm. pretty considerable oh, yeah but, that concentric circle
2: has got to be like, yeah, like that venn the, diagram the venn diagram is pretty yeah close. Yeah,
1: yeah uh the gap on the money asked for and the money offered is extraordinary
3: like 2% and 6% or something Is that yeah, what they it's like
1: it's something between it's something in the hundreds of millions of dollars oh, yeah. that are being asked for there was a great moment where Adam Conover of Adam ruins everything was on CNN and he the the anchor was asking him you know why do the writers feel like they should be doing this and Adam pointed out that the CEO of CNN earns 250 million dollars which is about the income of 10,000 writers. Yeah. <laughs> and the, that's amazing. And the anchor goes, well, that's Adam from Adam Ruins Everything, including my career.
3: That's great. The one thing I was going to say, the reason I was going to ask you something, Brent, is that the writer, of, the writer and creator of uh, The Bear, you know, the show yes. that you love, he is not able, he wasn't able to like, pay to get his lights turned back on and he had to rent a tuxedo and so he was working in the library in a library to like write the show because he had no fuck no not even write the show to write the next season of the show that's he, wild even when he had this fucking like award-winning show he still didn't have the fucking money to do all this yeah. it's,
1: it's the, it's so the way that the budgets are set out and the way that profits are distributed afterward It's it's really truly insane because it is not it is not innovating in any way, new TV production, I think we would all look at television and even streaming services and say they're basically doing it the exact same way, mm-hmm. but milking more out of the production staff, the writers, the VFX artists, everyone down the line uh, for what you know more executives to get more money. Yeah, fair. Yeah, they're 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 pricing out. They're they're taking as a benefit the cost of other people's labor.
2: Yeah. I hope the Writers Guild is successful. I hope they get more money. Yes.
1: And I hope with more attention on it, I think that people have a more favorable view of this writer's strike mm-hmm. than they do of the one in 2007, 2008. Well,
2: one, we, I mean, social media wasn't, was what it was in 2007, 2008. I mean, Probably. we had MySpace, like Facebook was kind of starting, uh, like people outside of universities were finally getting Facebook at that time. Friendster was definitely not a thing. Twitter Barely existed, and so uh, I think more and more people just know about it, and it's easier to like be able to counter. Well, I just want my Marvel movie now or my TV show now, and it's like, well, no, there's actually a reason why you're not getting it. So, plus, these are these are things that we consume and love. It's time to talk about the issues.
1: It's time to talk about the issues. Sorry, is that the way we normally do? That's segment? the end of
3: news. <laughs> yeah. I'm freaking out. Talk about a woman with extra. a heart on her head.
0: Uh, I heard sorry, Scarlet Witch. I'm
1: sorry, Caitlin. I just wanted to.
2: I do feel a like. Bit feel like I just took some crazy pills. Wow.
0: Why would he interrupt you like that? That was tough. That and was I apologize. Tough.
2: I feel like Cody and you're all the colony. That's yeah. what I feel like yeah. right now. All right. The issues. The issues is our weekly recap of all things X, except this week we are going to do something that's non-X, but we'll get to that in a second. <laughs> cool. uh, we've got X-Men Before the Fall, Sons of X number one. That is a very unwieldy title. Immortal X-Men number 11, Scarlet Witch number 5, and Guardians of the Galaxy number 1, which came out a few weeks ago. We'll get to that in a little bit. Um, so last week, Sins of Sinister ended, and we have the immediate aftermath in both Sons of X and Immortal X-Men, so I'm going to talk about them both collectively, and then we'll get into some discussion so, X-Men, Before the Fall, Sons of X, number one, by uh, Simon Spurrier and Phil Noto. Of the Church of Latter-day
1: Saints. <laughs> yeah. Uh,
2: so, uh, hey, remember, uh, do you remember what happened in the last issue of Legion of X before it became Nightcrawlers b- for three months? No. Yeah, me neither. <laughs> uh, so, thankfully, we have a very comprehensive previously on the X-Men in, in this issue. Legion keeps running around through scenarios with Blindfold and how he should defeat Nimrod. Poor Sean, Can- uh, Sean Cassidy, excuse me, can't remember a goddamn thing while he was the spirit of variance. Uh, for thousands of years, S- and that and spirit that, of vengeance, spirit of variance, it's variance uh, was yeah. he? Yeah, yeah, spirit of vengeance is Ghost Rider. Well, I'm gay and <laughs> apparently illiterate. Uh, and that sly minx, Bubarella, I mean Mother Righteous, tells the Legionnaires that she's come to bargain uh, in return for re- rescuing Nightcrawler from Orcus and helping him return back to his slightly less demonic self. Mother just wants what any other mo- uh, what any mother actually wants—a little bit of gratitude. A self-actualized legion takes her up on her offer, but smartly realizes that she's not to be trusted. Meanwhile, Kurt Wagner, who's back to his old self, makes the decision to leave Krakoa and the Quiet Council, and gives his proxy to our actual mother, Storm. This leads us to Immortal X-Men number 11 by Karen Gillen and Lucas Wernick. Not content to be the star of one book, Aurora M- Monroe, aka Storm, takes center stage in this issue of Immortal. The four quiet council members who went into the pit at the end of Sins of Sinister, uh, they're they're out. That was really quick, by the way. (laughs) And Forge sciences out the Sinister from their DNA. But neither he nor Storm are completely convinced that Nathaniel Essex's influence is gone. To ensure that they don't break bad again, Aurora makes uh, the decision to do the following. One, Charles Hope, Exodus, and Emma have to watch the worst superhero of all time a.k.a. their misadventures in the Sinisterized Timeline.
1: Two, Taco Tuesday. Three. <laughs>
2: Taco Tuesday. Uh, two, Rasputin Fourth has to chaperone them everywhere, and she's got a very strict curfew. And three, while they get to stay on the Quiet Council to keep up appearances, they've lost their ability to cast a vote. Emma justifiably reads Aurora for filth for saying that her lack of attention to Krakoa contributed to this mess. As a result, Aurora decides to give her proxy and Nightcrawlers, as we discover from Sons of X, to Colossus, who is also now a member of the all-new, not so different X Force. And of course, we know he's being controlled by his brother Mikhail Rasputin. A lot of Rasputins running around. the great, great, great,
1: great, 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 great,
2: great, great,
3: great, 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 the truth. Not that many grades. Yeah. Yeah.
2: yeah. Uh, and then Mudge Righteous is also in this book, Making Deals and Causing Mischief. So, let me ask you, know, what do you all think of the aftermath thus far, right?
0: Kalen, thank you for explaining all that. And I will say that was much shorter than the film that they all had to... Fucking watch, yeah. Because like it was a thousand years, they wouldn't even like put it in their head. They literally were like, "Sit down." It's Clockwork it's Orange be about style, sixteen yeah. Yeah, hours. You're, you're, yeah,
1: you're gonna watch gods in general. It's gonna be all three. Oh God.
0: It's <laughs> gonna be all three of the Lord of oh. the Rings, but the extended it's version. The like, Irishman. Yeah. It was. It was so intense. Like yeah. <laughs> the, <laughs> they're
1: like, uh, by the way, this is the Snyder cut of reality <laughs> that we're gonna show you. I,
0: I thought it's, you were doing a bit for a second because the way they had to describe, like, I remembered when blah, 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 6,000... Like, Mother Righteous spoke a couple times. A couple of the other people spoke a little. And I was like, we're talking so long yeah, for these fucking descriptions and justifying our actions. We're like, but these are alternate timelines. It's so wild that we've just sort of be- become okay with it.
1: I like it a lot because it makes it feel like... This alternate timeline isn't pointless. It has consequences. It has consequences. And it recontextualizes why did we get the issues the way we got them beyond the reference to Hawks and Pox. It's that these are probably the moments that they were actually watching. They were the significant ones that were important for Mm -hmm. those four to take away.
2: I really like that explanation. Holy shit, that's very good. That's really smart. Thank you. And I'm very surprised you said that, Brent. Why? Uh, You know why. (laughs) Okay. Clark, you were going to say something?
3: Um, I was gonna say that last week I said I did not like Mother Righteous. Yeah. And uh-huh. partially it's because they finally, um, fixed Banshee. Yeah. So, like, he's not some Irishman under the sway of some they did, they... British woman. Yeah. So, which was good. Also, the fact that all the nonsense characterization of, like, her weird MacGuffins and, like, all her shit, just all her shit with Destin all those sorts of crap was just exhausting in the 1,000 years, and 10 years, 100 years, blah, 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 blah. I'm happy that she's Away from that, and actually can be an interesting character with like grayness, but you know, pretty not gray, but at the same time, just, right? It, it's just not in, incomprehensible. Blah blah blah. Characterization. Now she I, is
1: coming in with some old school fable, fairy uh, type magic realness of yeah. if you do a thing like thank me and you mean it, that is my end. Yeah,
2: I love that so That's much. Really it is such. It's yeah. such a, like a fable, it's a myth, it's you know like old scratch, uh the way the devil would make deals like in like these old fairy tales and myths and stuff like that i I do love that. I also love that like she's clearly a sinister, but she is very different from our traditional sinister, like she's manipulative and has her own sort of campy vibe, but it's it's discernibly different from Nathaniel Essex. I think that's really really smart
1: her uh, the fact that now we know that all of them are are guided toward reaching dominion first. Uh, but she has added this extra piece of uh, legion and his ascent to heaven was swallowed by the maw of this uh, pre uh, already Dominioned being, which we don't know what's which sinister it is. Mm-hmm. If it is any of them, uh, I thought was an extra fun layer that kind of undercut what was supposed to be a noble moment from legion and in, in of sinister.
2: So do we feel... Do we Are we starting to get a better picture or a more clear picture of what the fall of X will be now that we see these dominoes
0: kind of... Absolutely not. Um, this is all very confusing. Much like they're talking about their storylines, it's, it's a lot. Um, I don't think we know. This is going to be more of an era of a feeling rather than like a big uh, event. Because, you know, X-Men sort of has two different things. Where there's like uh, Utopia, where you're like... Nothing really fucking happened during Utopia, Mm -hmm. except it was sort of like a status quo. And Mm this will just be a status quo rather than big events actually happening. I think it'll be a slow decline. Hopefully, it actually does something into an actual event because I'm getting just another era. I know the writers are telling us, and I love all the writers, they're telling us it's going to be big. I don't know if it's going to be big yet, so I need to see some bigger changes go on.
2: So yeah, we had uh, like um, what was it, Dawn of X, Reign of X, Destiny of X,
0: now Fall of X. Fall of yeah, X yeah. yeah, exactly. It's just another uh, way to phrase the timing of this this Krakoan era. Um, I I will say uh, I like that she stepped into a role that is uh, more powerful, uh, Mother Righteous. I will say, yeah, uh, but. I don't know what her intentions are still. She could be good at the end. Do you think?
1: I don't know.
2: That would be quite the swerve if she is. Wouldn't it be? Yeah.
1: I don't know. I think there's still, because of the Dominion stuff, there's the belief that no matter what they do, as long as they try and achieve Dominion, that is the good, uh, yeah. because it prevents the absolute destruction of our universe from another Dominion species. Boom.
3: Yeah. I want... Um, Miss Sinister to show up and just be like the oh. dark horse that comes and she's the one that causes dominion. Everyone's like, oh, I forgot she even fucking existed. Exist. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Forgot she was a
0: Sinister in the first place. They really skimmed over that because they don't know what to do with that. Um, but if she did show up, that would be amazing.
2: Um, What I also like about all of this, because it is recontextualizing since Sinister, is how all of this stuff that's breaking, like alliances and trust, it all makes sense. Hope and Exodus mm-hmm. being a great example of that. Like hope seeing Exodus betray her in this timeline. Mm-hmm. And yeah. she's like, You were my biggest like evangelist. You were my you were my, you know, patron. You were all of this and I can't fucking trust you. And they had that giant fight and over Krakoa my, it was so good
3: my main issue is that wasn't she going to betray him wasn't she betraying every single one of them yes and that's why he betrayed and he betrayed her first Correct. oh I don't think so th- yeah didn't he she would witness that too wouldn't that have been brought uh, up or are we just going to be reading like we're just now accepting it. it's like a retcon of that I don't remember exactly
1: if I had to defend it it would be that her her betrayal is part of a tactic. Like, I don't know that I don't recall that Exodus would have been like part of that fallout. I don't but remember that, that either. But that her belief is Exodus supports her and believes in her because he believes it's true. He believes that she's the Messiah. And if she can be discarded as the Messiah, then he is just as fake as the rest of us and will betray you whenever a new, better Messiah comes along.
2: The other thing is, Hope is still rather young um you know in she's eight years old in comics time she's like (laughs) 17 or 18 years old and so she's somebody who has an inordinate amount of power uh being one of the five being the main one of the five to resurrect folks and then being on the quiet council but we forget that like you know uh not only is she a child she also had a very fucked up childhood being hunted you know across the timelines by Bishop. bishop which we don't
0: talk about yeah. <laughs> we
2: talk about we about we should be teaching children. Yeah. Right.
0: Um I enjoy this phrase physically and psychically secured, ma'am. Like that when they like tried to secure all of like That's the forethought about Yeah, and is like that's just the new term that they use for. It. Mm-hmm. I the, think uh, the way that they're toying with him is so wild. Literally, it, just the Quiet Council is going to get whittled down to anything. Some obviously, some everyone's t- just
1: going to be asking Colossus to do their proxy votes. Yeah. Well,
0: <laughs> the fall of X is literally just going to be Storm and Colossus with like thirty-five votes, and being, like, Sebastian
2: <laughs> Shaw like making his little deals with Mother Righteous. You know, at the very back. So
0: it's just going to be him choosing at the end, which he, we know he's still a sleeper style. So it's like so it's so interesting yeah
3: so i have two things um i'm what i'm so over destiny and her like basically she's just a cliffhanger for like the next episode Mm -hmm. oh she's a plot device it's of course it's just boring now i don't want to read she and she has so much to fucking say too she's got like panels and panels of just her fucking talking and and not saying a goddamn thing it just makes me so mad
2: it's clear i love kieran gillen but kieran gillen loves her as a character. And I agree with you, Clark. Like, I find some of her, like, well, maybe, I don't know, the future, blah, blah, blah. This could happen. It, I find it exhausting after a while.
1: I think it's very well written for that type of character. Yeah. Uh, because they would be fucking annoying mm-hmm. if you knew that they were constantly <laughs> conspiring against you and they were hiding behind... Well, was that really me, or was that an alternate pitch? It was fucking you, yeah. And so my favorite line from this was having a character actually truly confront her, where Storm said, "That's a you're hiding a lie, a truth behind a truth. Mm-hmm. Uh, just absolutely great. You're saying something that's kind of true in order to hide what you're really fucking feeling, and I hate you for it."
2: I also love that we have we are blessed with two amazing writers that get Storm's voice so well in th- their own yes. unique ways, Al Ewing and Kieran yeah. Gillen. Kieran, you know, having Storm be the, the POV character, the way, like, her internal monologue, just, like, the hubris of Charles Xavier. The, hu- me? Yes.
1: Me, the guy who wanted to create paradise on Earth. Me. Me,
2: yeah. And then just, you know, uh, hearkening back to what Magneto told her before he died uh, in Acts was like, you have to watch out for him. He is a good man. We, we can't always trust good men mm-hmm. or, um, you know, we have to be careful of good men uh, because they truly believe what they're doing is right. And they will do anything in their way to get their way. Or, uh, they will do anything to get their way.
3: Who is still on the Quiet Council? Yeah. Cause Colossus has is- three votes now.
2: Yeah, so it's Colossus, it's uh, Shaw, Sebastian Shaw, Emma in Frost. Tr-
3: could be in control of Emma Frost. Righteous. Yeah, Emma, Emma Fro- Frost is not. Oh, she Kitty. doesn't have a vote yeah, anymore. Kitty. Yeah. Kitty's still there. Kitty's still um, there. Mystique and Destiny. Destiny. So those are the six. The only one who's actually going to vote,
0: like, good ways is Kitty. Yeah, and she's
2: going to become a ninja.
0: <laughs> and she's like I'm going to actually concentrate on my ninja. Guys, ninja-ing. I've been thinking yeah. about taking like improv classes or something. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I'm like really trying I've to a re- pirate a ninja and a robot next.
3: The final thing I wanted to say which wasn't noted in the thing you said was that we-, we didn't know that warlock is inside of Nimrod. Nimrod, yes, Nimrod. Yes. Thank you. Which was <laughs> What like, the it, fuck it was, like, was that revealed? <laughs> I was like, excuse me. I know, like, is that going to go forward? Is it going to be part of the plot of someone else's writing entirely and not um? Was, that
0: a, was that a boo-boo on Cy Spirier's? writing because know. i was very confused and that that felt like the biggest revelation in yeah. the issue yeah. Uh,
2: yeah i reread legion of x number 10 and, and let's report back i we was think. well like a lot of it like again this is burrier is a phenomenal writer but sometimes he can be yes. really obtuse and
0: i want your opinion now
2: and <laughs> it just i didn't remember and it's not even that clear from the issue i just didn't remember and it's not clear 10-4 That's,
0: so. Well, I
3: guess he's now shoved in Nimrod who might sometime maybe and break. I head. like it a lot. Who knows? You yeah.
0: loved it. I like it <laughs> a lot. You absolutely love that. Because because we found that out on the info page. Bridge hates Warlock, and he likes this.
1: The reason I like it is because I'm a very big fan of Nimrod, <laughs> and we all know this. Uh,
2: <laughs> yeah. Famous Nimrod lover. I,
1: I'm a Nim- Nimrodian, or whatever we call ourselves. Yeah. Uh, but it feels very much like a like a and d type thing, like one stupid small thing happens and then you go away from it Huge for a reason, while actually. and you come back and you're like, oh, wait, you mean that the tree branch I tripped over was actually a sentient tree branch of who's course. got a history with the tree ints and now that we're at war with each What are war- you talking about? What do you mean w- Warlock exploded and it's- Nimrod uh, you know, is now possessed by the soul of Warlock? Right? do piece you of a think
0: own? maybe that uh, the writer... He created a sub-dimensional loop in your DNA sample, and it culls into another dimension, and it also almost is invisible, but only a teeny pair of needle pliers could actually go through that? Yeah. What the fuck? No. That
1: the, seems fine. The
0: description of how he got into like the DNA was mind That seems
1: completely fine to me. That I seems love that like Forge was they, like, they, they let me in, explain it. They put in way more effort into that than explaining how baseball— is still the most popular sport among mutants. I
0: know, and yeah, I know you're really mad at that. Well, okay, real quick, I would like to talk about the Emma Storm fight. What, yes. do you guys, what are your guys' thoughts?
3: I mean, Emma was right there. Emma,
0: Emma was, was totally right. right.
2: Emma was right because I love Storm, but Storm it can be sanctimonious. Absolutely, she can be very full of herself. Well, I mean, Adam's she's a goddamn mad goddess. He's listening to this, what's that?
3: Adam's gonna be mad when he yeah. Adam there. doesn't listen to his own podcast. Never Yeah, if.
2: He's like, no, oh, let me do my best, Adam. Sorry, how dare you? How dare you? That's my Adam. It's pretty good. Uh <laughs> oh, thanks. All right, uh, and then some stupid pun right after that, you know. Uh, but Emma was completely right. It's like uh-huh. you, your attention was away from here. Like you're like playing,
0: you know, Storm of she, she, Mars. She's just doing too many things. Like she, it's tough. Like, that what
1: that was cruel though. She well, dead named like, play- Morocco. Yeah, yeah. I mean, come on, dead named. It's it's a planet.
0: I might have been sinister-influenced, but you were (laughs) (laughs) you-influenced. That's That's true. That's right.
2: All right. Let's move on to our next comic, uh, Scarlet Witch number 5, Steve Orlando, and drawn by the the incomparable Russell Dauterman. Scythia and Wanda have a rematch, and Wanda resolves the skirmish through diplomacy? Good for you, Scarlet Witch. Yeah. Darcy decides to stick around the shop, and this book, if she can get a damn egg, ham, and cheese sandwich, damn it. Uh, oh, and huge, huge spoilers. Huge spoilers, y'all. Yes. Magneto is apparently back. And he's looking fly AF. He looks great. My
0: what? mouth dropped when it was him. I was yeah. like, who is this? Is this um, one of the Marauders? <laughs> marauders.
2: <laughs> oh, no, he's
1: lost the ability to say Marauders.
2: <laughs> it was. It's a great reveal, and it's very much in the tradition of great Magneto reveals mm-hmm. throughout the yep. history of X-Men. Uh, Da- uh, uh, Chris Claremont Dave Cockrum did it back in like issue 140 130 something Grant Morrison New X-Men, Morrison, Ellis, New X-Men and then um, uh, Steve Siegel did it in 1997 when it was like everybody thought Joseph was the real Magneto yes. and you see the real one at the end of which Uncanny, I don't know why they were
0: confused because he looks exactly the same with longer hair but anyway yeah
2: talk
1: I mean thank God because this is one of my favorite Magnetos uh, Euro trash discotheque Magneto
2: I'm sitting right here Brent uh,
1: it's just I don't he, I don't, look, Magneto has some particular fashion, and it's hard yes. to pair things with a helmet, uh-huh. but a regular-ass blazer and a black
0: button-up shirt is not it, mama. And the way he threw blades at people's eyeballs, I'm going to guess he's not in a good Those mood. Those are Mysteriums, uh,
2: Mysteriums, yes.
0: Yes, Mysterium medals. Okay, yep, but low. it's still one in someone's eyeballs. Are they the good Mysterium or the low Mysterium? Guys, it's still one in someone's eyeballs. Sorry, the... It doesn't matter what type the of...
1: Beers, the beer's light cans... <laughs> Are made of Mysterium? Because he crushed those and then shoved them in their eyes.
2: Cute. Why not? Yeah. Because they're aluminum and they not nice. their eyes. That's what uh, Bud Light cans are. Right. That's why it, the bigots hate it.
1: It's kill no humans, <laughs> not maim no humans. You guys love Bud Light, but you hate walking into the caves and having them stab your eyes. Yes.
0: <laughs> mm. Who's having that conversation? It's. Uh, the issue itself is really fun. It's a gr- it's a great action issue. Like, there's not a lot of like comics that will just lean into the action, and I I really enjoyed it. Yeah. Also, we got a line from Stevie that said, um, "Who is she though?" Darcy. <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah. But no, I'm calling but you Stevie. Steve. Uh, Stevie. Orlando. Stevie. <laughs> yeah. Orlando. Yeah. Stevie uh, Hunter. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. She's in this book too. I enjoyed it a lot.
2: But uh it was um it's it's great and this has just been a phenomenal week for art. Uh Lucas Warneck, uh Phil Noto, and Russell Daberman. And we're going to save our Guardians of the Galaxy review when we talk about the movie, so that's a special oh, incentive. That's, that's
0: a great idea. Sometimes I have great ideas. But you know what also was a great idea? <gasps> oh that was that a good one that was a good pop i liked it as always we like to wrap up with a little something we call plug me daddy where we each get a chance to quickly highlight something we've read seen heard and wanted to share with you our little homos they're always so tiny little list of homos um i think all of them got kicked off the quiet council as well too so that's a shame do you guys have anything that you would like to plug this week
2: i do uh so last friday uh, Uh. i saw polite society a new film by nita manzoor uh she is south asian uh director uh it is starring uh a south asian teenager uh in london uh it is very irreverent it's fun it's heartful it's like reminiscent of Uh, Scott Pilgrim and Kill Bill and a lot of other stuff like that so it is just a very very fun movie Uh, if you love those movies definitely go see it Uh, but also I love that like I think uh, movies like uh, Everywhere uh, Everything Everywhere All At Once um, has helped uh, uh, you know pave the way specifically for Asian uh, uh, and Pacific Islander directors uh, and, and creators and so I think it was just such a really fun movie definitely go see it.
1: Great. i realized that mine was one i meant to plug several weeks ago okay
0: that's fine still uh, good still fits in
1: angels in america part one, Oh, yeah millennium approaches was at the arena theater in dc i don't know if they've their tour whatever they're doing is actually a tour if it's, it's just. A, i think it's gone i think, I think yeah, it's, it's gone yeah, yeah it's finished i almost went yeah um uh, it's a it's a it's a really well done play. It had Deborah Ann Woll, who plays uh the who love...
3: is not gonna be in Daredevil.
1: She's not gonna be in Daredevil. She played the love interest of Charlie Cox in Daredevil. Karen.
2: Karen Page. Karen, yes. Yeah.
1: Karen Page. Uh she was great in it. It's uh, it was a fabulous production production.
2: That's great. I don't That's know,
1: awesome. I don't uh, I didn't realize it was uh, three hours long three and a half oh, hours oh yeah, yeah, right. yeah plays like that like are very long yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and I also was asking someone hey is this gonna be like Lord of the Rings where I did not know that it was part of a trilogy and I see Frodo and Samwise yeah. climb a little hill and then there's Mordor in the distance and then the movie ends yeah and they said no nah, it's gonna be because it, yeah. clo- it closes up nicely <laughs> Then in the
2: last, and they're like, stop talking during the play. In the last six seconds,
1: <laughs> a a woman ascends from the bottom of the stage, and six wings erupt from her and it's back. Galadriel, and she goes, "Hello," and then the lights go dark. <laughs> and I'm like, "What? What? what? Oh You're giving me like a biblically accurate angel?" And then she's, and then that's the end of it. I'll kill you. There's only two parts
3: of that, right? Yeah, it's yeah, parts yeah. one and parts yeah, two. two. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah. they
1: don't—they uh, don't have any schedule set for.
2: But there is a prequel.
0: That was like one of the first. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. It's Angel, the Phantom Menace. It's called Angel Zero. <laughs> yeah, that was like one of the first gay things I've ever seen. Yeah.
2: Yeah, 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 I had
0: the DVD at one point from the HBO miniseries. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I would okay. So this week, I, it was a it was a tough work week. So I had like uh, a shit ton of stuff to do. And I said, "What's gonna give me that extra little boost?" You know what I mean. No. So I went to my local CVS, and uh, I picked up a little something called C4 Energy Drink. <laughs> <tree>. Dynamite! <laughs> Dynamite! <laughs> they have such flavors as star, cocaine, Starburst, Plasticine, Starburst, <laughs> Skittles. And something called frozen Bombsicle. Is this, is this legal? I mean, <laughs> yeah. are they allowed it's like to use loco? those names? Yeah. Is yeah. your local CVS guys? And wherever you get your um, heroin, I guess this yes. is. It was insane. Uh, I'll have the arsenic flavor, please. It, Thanks. So I tried the skittles, and what um, it was. You taste, you taste the rainbow. It tasted like water with skittles in it but then also burned a lot (laughs) it was (laughs) insane going in or coming out yes and i briefly Uh saw i briefly
1: saw time (laughs) i
0: (laughs) i'd like to read you just quickly something that i read on the back of this because it's got somehow zero uh calories as well yeah (laughs) um this is clinically studied Not a thing. Um, Naturally derived (laughs) from betanine from beets. So this is beet energy. This is raw beet energy, Um, and you may feel a tingly sensation from your colon, your heart, your (laughs) your heart, (laughs) from your body crying. But no, a betaline signaling your body is primed for superhuman performance. <laughs> so this I, felt very in line with our uh, uh, Mutant podcast. You I know? am
2: imagining you drinking it, and then Jefferson uh, Airplane's White Rabbit starts playing. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> I imagine uh, that they can say it's zero calories because it makes your heart race so fast. Yeah, yeah. that you're that burning it. You're, you're burning. You're, you're, yeah. You burn oh, uh, those back. You burn more calories than when you consume. You, it.
0: you basically are having kick from Grant Morrison's uh, new X Men. On the back, you know how it usually tells you the vitamins. It just says <laughs> carnosin and Beta Power. What uh, is wait? This that so bottom dangerous. section says
1: "Do
2: not drink under any circumstances." The color
0: <laughs> of the can it means it's like poison. It so yeah. looks red yeah, and yellow. yellow.
2: It looks like raid. Like raid. Yeah. Like the two hundred like milligrams of, of caffeine. That's what yop. they
1: gave to the boss in nine to five.
2: <laughs> yeah, so that's so my at the
3: journey. same time. Kaylin was watching Polite Society. My roommate and I watched Suzume, which is Makoto Shinkai, who did um, oh. Your Name, hits his um, most recent film. Yeah. And it's fucking fantastic. It it's good? about this teenage girl who has to close all these portals so this kind of like demon doesn't come and destroy Japan, which obviously is connected to the fact that they all were fucking murdered by that goddamn um, tsunami and everything. What? And Fukushima and all that. Else. It's really nice and enjoyable, but dark at the same time. Of course, yeah. Um and I mean, it's fantastic. There's like a a chair that's on three legs that like is friends with her, and they're following some fucked up cat. It's weird. Wait, as shit. How did you watch it? It's yeah, at what, um, streaming? it's at Mosaic it, in Fairfax. Oh, okay. Oh, wow. Nowhere else. we go Mosaic in it, Fairfax. It's just in
0: theaters. It's not like um, yeah, it's only like in theaters streaming? right now. I mean, okay. you could
3: probably legally. Find it somewhere. I'm not going to do
1: that. They sometimes illegally stream it into your dreams, <laughs> <laughs>
0: only after you drink that drink. Have, that after had. you have uh, hopped up on beats, yeah, it's
3: fantastic. <laughs> and then one thing I want to quickly with say, quickly, quick-ly. say, is that um Alex Borstein um, has a new show, a new um like comedy show on Amazon Prime. It's called Corsets and Clown Suits, <gasps> and it is Ooh, fantastic and weird, and it's all about her divorce, but also just like about you know woman's body politics. And Jewish um, like heritage. It's just wild and weird. She sings in it. It's fantastic.
2: It's great. Check it out. Great. All yeah. right. Well, that's been our episode, huh, Brent? Um.
1: I guess it has. In a lot of ways, we've run out of things to say. We've covered all the topics we would normally hit, and you heard them.
2: In contra in, in contrast. In conclusion, this podcast is a land of contrast.
0: Intralusion. Is that a word?
1: Where can you find us on Twitter?
0: Uh Homo Superior. X
1: and where can you find us on Instagram?
0: Homo superior podcast. Is that right? You passed the quiz. Yes! Now what what do we say? Uh thanks for riding that lightning. (laughs) What what did Adam say last week? That's (laughs) keep on riding that lightning. Stop.
1: Nope. Turn this off. That really hurts because that is what he says. Yeah. Okay, got it. Riding that
2: lightning. Bye, little homos. Bye. Last time.